Hello everyone and welcome to the Tongue in Cheek Podcast. I'm Ilana. I'm Dina. And we are so excited tonight to have friend of the pod and friend of the heart, Daria Faison, coming on. She has so many thoughts on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills four-part reunion and we're going to get into that and much more. And we are also going to catch up with each other because I have not seen Nina for a week. I think because we live across the street from each other and our sisters and best friends. There's an assumption that we see each other. We do not see each other. In fact, it's a long distance. Yeah. Our relationship is very socially distanced in that I never see her. And I'm starting to feel hurt. Today, I actually had to schedule a play date with my sister, who, as aforementioned, lives across the street <laughs> for a week from now. Well, I'm getting or a week and a half, things. actually. Like, you no, know, one week. I'm getting used to some things. Like, I've been traveling a lot, COVID safely, but traveling a lot. And I am going to Spain, which we would like to say before I go on further. We are going to be changing our podcast into a monthly podcast where we kind of do overall breakdown. And that way we can kind of really analyze and go into everything. So today... Well, also because Dina can't even make time to see me in person or give me a call, let alone podcast with me. I could do it, but I wouldn't do it without Dina. That's so I can't even imagine a world where I was podcasting without you. I mean, podcasting with someone else, maybe, but not without you. No, I thought we both decided it was good to do the month thing. Yeah, because I literally never hear from you. No, I don't think that is. I do I mean, have a boyfriend. I could have gone to Spain with you. To spend time with them. Like, I didn't know that was like, you know, you have to give them your time. <laughs> and I'm not well, having. Having a boyfriend is very disruptive. As someone with a husband, I know that they can very much be disruptive to social time. Um, so I get that. And I also know that you're not very good at like paying attention to people when you're with them. So that hey. can be a struggle. But I could have gone to Spain and I did choose not to go to Spain, which meant I could have had more time with you. But I did choose not to go to Spain for an excellent reason. Soraya doesn't agree with you. Hi. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Do wonderful. Do I sound echoey to you guys? Do no. I sound regular sound. or do I sound echoey or does it sound regular like before? I think it, it sounds, sounds good to me. Okay. Something happened with the recording before and I think it was my wire a couple yesterday. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't echoey for you guys. Oh. No, it sounds lovely. Hi, lovely, beautiful ladies. Your oh, hair has yeah. grown. Oh, me. I can't grow, but it was See, so my hair is fully back. I like the way you had to even think about that. You cannot see my hair. Grow. <laughs> right, right. My yeah. hair has grown, but you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I miss you guys. This is amazing. We missed you. We missed you. How are I'm you so doing? Glad. I'm good. So I just came from our other house. So the new house that we, we bought a house. Oh, it happened so fast. We are completely in love with it. And so we, our lease 
um, where we rent is like from the ninth to the ninth. So since our settlement was November 2nd and we wanted to do some things in the house, like we want to repaint and we're redoing the floors. We don't like, like they're hardwood floors, like a very cherry, like almost red. So we wanted a different color. So we're going to stay here until December 8th. So we're like going back and forth doing stuff. So that means you can transition like in this really calm way versus having like a deep anxiety about like, get out. And so I need to make sure that I don't waste my time though, thinking you have so much time and then you're still last minute. So he, he went and spackled, like he's spackling everything today so we can paint because we were supposed to jump right in and start. And it's already been nine days. And I'm like, I don't want us to get in there and not have the things done that we want. Like it's easier to paint and do the floors when no one's living there. No, of course. And you want to move yeah. in and feel like you can just kind of be at home. Yes. And then we could decorate, pull yeah. the pieces at any time. But just the, but guys, I love it so much. Sorry, not to oh, be I'm real. I'm so happy just, for you. I'm going to send you guys the link so you can see it. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Please. I know I'm getting older because it's like babies, house porn, like um, puppies. Like all I want are like those homey things in my visuals. Like today, one of one of my friends, she sent me. She she's moving to New York, so she's like sending me videos of all the flats, and and I was like, oh, I'm so excited because each time I can like fantasize and imagine like who's the person living in there, right? And what you would do. Let me tell you. So I would have. I never really paid attention to what's in. You know how when you go to your search on IG, and I guess what you look at comes up. So I look at like exercise and women's bodies just for motivation and all that. So I'm like, somebody's going to think like, it's like women and then hair. But now it's <laughs> a whole bunch of like house videos in between. <laughs> and I have not had my own closet in years because when we moved here, the closet was so small. I took my stuff out, I told my husband to have it. So I made the basement so like my funny. walk-in. Now I Boy, have like that. Yeah, my own closet like walk-in and I already had started setting up things like I have Ikea they have the the tall um what do they call bookcases with like the glass doors so my shoes are in those so I've already like so I could just go reach and then I have one for my clutches like really big so I I want to be able to just reach and go and see all my pretty purses so I can just move that right into the closet that's awesome I love that I love 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 like a vanity room Yes. And it's, it's not huge, but it's like perfect for me. I can even podcast in there. I was like, oh, oh, that's exciting. Yes. Yes. Because I love seeing when, when I see your clothes, it's like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like, my clothes are hot closet. No, no, but it's like um, from, from married to medicine. <gasps> How can I Latoya, not? I wish it was like, that Latoya. Yes. Yeah, her closet, two, yes. two stories. Oh yeah, isn't that? Like, the but I just love her so. Me too. Everything she does, I'm pretty like. Me yeah, too. I stand that. Decision. I really. Love her too. <laughs> I think she's just the best. Me too. I love her too. And, I, and Eugene. Been are like. The oh, I love you. I'm like obsessed. Can I tell you? They are the real deal because in 2017, either 2016 or 2017, my husband and I interviewed them on my other podcast. Real deal. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. They are right so now. like when I tell you, is like, she just stunning? I mean, she seems stunning. What on did TV, but even more, you know what's funny though? Because with my other podcast, I used um, Audacity, and I didn't even know about a Zoom, right? So I only got into Zoom when I started this one with, you know, I didn't even know I'd be using that. And then other people were using it. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I need to come into this century and use it. So it was over the phone, but they were so funny. It was like listening to them on a show. Oh, that must have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. They are just, to me, like one of those reality couples that I am so in love with them as a couple. Me too. And there's very few, like, even though I'm not like super into her, I love Kyle and Mauricio and I feel the same way about, about them. Yeah. 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 I just think oh, they're just amazing. That's such a they great are. show. This season wasn't as good. But it's I know no, this I'm, season I'm wondering, was not good. Did you see what Dr. Heaven, like Dr. Heavenly has been putting out some cryptic tweets and then she did an Instagram live and she goes, I just want to let y'all know. I know I'm probably not supposed to be saying this. But no, I didn't get my behind whooped because there are stories that there was a physical fight and that she got beat up and no. she didn't dispute the fight. She just said, no, I did not. I'm going to see if I can find it. I have to remember to send it to you. She's like, no, I did not get my butt whooped. That's all y'all need to know. And I was like, I wonder what fighting. Because but you know what? I do feel or... like. Right. But I do feel in general, like I used to get annoyed when people would sort of say like all bravo shows are just like women acting poorly yeah. and i was like no i don't agree with that and then i do feel like there's this whole like criminal element with like, the erica jane and the you know jen and um you know like all these kind of even Teresa, and and then you have yeah. like you know i was i did you read the not all glitter and rose no I, i've seen excerpts and so here's or a funny not thing glitter and champagne or no, something like, no, not all diamonds and red. Yeah, there you go. I do. We all knew what I was. I like glitter and champagne. I do like glitter and champagne. I totally can't. You need to come out. You need to come out with. Wait, you need to come out with like a high end styling service where you do like triple emergency, and it's called glitter and champagne. Like when you need, and then charge like triple the price, or like a membership, or like a stock, like. You do an app where you guys have like styles and people can pay like a membership at glitter and champagne. I freaking love that. I love that. But the book the is best things so always happen accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> and that can be our story that we originated it here. Right. I, yeah. I no, but the book up. is so good, but it's a huge reminder of how the show really does have a ton of elements that are very like slightly criminal and i think they're they've really leaned into it can i say that's what i'm afraid of so i had the book in my Me barnes too. and noble cart because my barnes and noble had it right so i could have got do you know how many days i looked at it and i and i today actually got an email this morning from barnes and noble for 20 percent off of an item because i was going to pay full price but i'm like this but there i feel like there's a there's something stopping me from get it and i from getting it and i feel like We've already seen so much Bravo with how they treat women of color, not just the cast, but the network, how they treat criminals. I looked at how, and even though Erica Jane hasn't been accused of something, I looked at how she called Sutton a cunty or, or a bitchy cunt, right? Sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but I see you no, next no, Tuesday. No, I don't care but, about the word. I was, I was shuddering at Erica. No, but at Erica, right? But then 
Andy looks at her and smiles and is like, a little while later, you are something else. But then Candace, you almost got into a oh, altercation. I was ask you your opinion on me. Like, and then he's like, oh, but you're the comedy nominator. And I'm like, well, that's funny because she's the comedy nominator because more than one person has come at her. And Giselle kind of low-key admitted it when she said, okay, but going forward. So I'm like, oh, Erica's fascinating to you. But Candace, who's responding to people, is not when you saw how Erica treated Sutton and how right in the moment she says, you guys can ask me questions. Crystal asks her a question and she bites her head off. So a part of me is afraid that I may see even more in the book. And then at what point will I not be able to watch anymore? Well, first of all, I really want to jump in more to what you're saying. Okay. But just with regards to the book part of it, I will say I've been really enjoying it. I okay, literally okay. read nothing but Agatha Christie books oh, because I love it. A Happy Murder. <laughs> and yeah, and I didn't know if I'd be super into this book because okay. also like I love an audio book particularly ones that Andy Cohen read. So I thought, okay, I'll give this a, a try. And then it's been so good. There actually is all these like little tidbits and interesting things. And okay. a lot of it is just stuff that in my heart I knew, but wasn't like out there. So I like that. Okay. And most of it isn't like at all. There's nothing like surprising or shocking very much, okay. except for the things that have kind of come out like the Sonia cigarette and the cha-cha thing, things like that. Yes. And then she denied it, but then someone finds the video. Yeah. Really? Yes, um, jo it, was, it was Josh Flagg from Million Dollar Listing. He he's the one that put it up there, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! No, but I you know what? Like him on Sonia the is Sonia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Can I say I was like, what end? Not that that makes a difference, but you're a different no the lit end it i i'd like to assume that it's the, the <laughs> okay. end that is not on fire <laughs> your sister she was like <laughs> like what is happening yeah it's you were gonna say something because that's insane with sonia well, i think with the book i'm only i just got to new york but i really do love i think what i th like about it is that each interview, you know, he did where he, they don't know really what the other one's saying. So to have them answer it and then each one kind of put in and you're hearing from producers to the cast. Okay. But what I found, but I don't want to, I don't know if this is spoil. I mean, I, I love spoilers. I, I am all for spoiler. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but with um, Tamara or Tamara, sorry, Tamara, making her sound different. Um, with Tamara, I didn't realize that they look at her as like the housewife that changed it and set the tone for all of their housewives, which is basically what they say in the first chapter that she's like, she came in, she knew, like they said, get her in the story. They're just you know? basically were like, she knew the assignment oh, before there was an assignment. Before there was she, an assignment. Okay. She became kind of like, what other housewives would they said it at one point that she kind of said what other housewives need wow. to, to kind of stay on and that's i don't disagree but i think that if it weren't for nini yes. i think that there wouldn't be other franchises like nini to me is yeah. like the quintessential housewife i want and was actually a housewife right <laughs> right now do you think that they made that is such a good point because Tamara was a realtor. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that they meant 
she understood better than her pre her cast or they really mean like she set the stage for well, all of them well i think what they're what? saying is that before she came on the show was kind of like okay but not yeah. have any drama and what she came in is that she came in and understood she had to create like if they gave her they told her in her ear you have to get this no matter what she would do she'd make sure her story throughout the whole right. season was in line with that. And they said every season she did that. But like, wow, I always looked at her so differently. But maybe because also with the OC, it's not really my favorite. It's like my least favorite at all. So even when I started the show, I started it by just watching the reunions. So I okay. didn't really to see if I would like it. I was like, am okay. I into the drama? <laughs> and then I realized in later seasons, I was. But I okay. didn't really watch well, as much. As I don't. Okay. I don't know about you, ladies. I'll, I'll put this question forth. But do you judge people based on like what's their favorite franchise? Because I do. <laughs> I sometimes judge based on who their favorite housewife is, uh, and then yeah. I have to go like, back. An extension like, might be their like the franchise. You no, know. You know what? You know what I judge people on, and this is no lie. I'm just gonna be honest. When people say, oh, I watch all of them. I just can't get into Potomac or Atlanta. I'm like, really? Just that is like layers. Let's sense. break that one down because those are both essentially the best by far. And how can you like the franchises and not yeah. like that? And like the I just can't get soul. into them. I don't relate to them. And normally they don't look like you or I when they say well, that. Yes. To be like honest, one of my struggles with OC in the beginning was like, I felt like they weren't what they were billed to be. Like they didn't come from like, like they, before they had a Heather Dubrow, you know, they didn't yes. come from a certain background that they were trying to project. They didn't like have a certain refinement. They were all like a very specific type that obviously was nothing, you know, we could relate to. Like yep. there was nothing about them. That was what they were kind of presented to be. Yes. So that was, to me, the last. I started with, like, the ones that, to me, were, like, full of heart and family and, like, branched out to the more nonsense yes. ones like the OC, which were so, like, ridiculous. I yeah, because I didn't start with OC either. Me, no, no. That was my last one, and it was really out of desperation. Me too, yeah, for more content. Like, I, I, I started I, with Beverly Hills and Atlanta. Yeah. I yeah. watched it after it had been on for a while. Like, I, like so I started with Beverly Hills and Atlanta, and then I binged. Okay. And then from there, I think I went to New York, then married to medicine, and then once Potomac No, New came, Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, yeah, New Jersey was New in Jersey. there. Yeah. When New Jersey was good. Jersey I was New Jersey and Atlanta, and then Beverly Hills, almost like within a very short period of time, like my maybe possibly all at once, because like Dina was like amazing television, I just amazing. Yeah, and then and then it was like too much, too much good, and then I was like, all right, I'll just go to the other ones, and then I think the next one I watched was Miami, and I was like, this is very Miami upsetting was, because yeah. compared to what I was watching, I was like, what happened in this mess? And then like I I kind of like dragged my ass over to the OC because I think I'd rewatched twice all the other franchises and oh I was like, my I god need, i need Something. to find new <laughs> yes but you know what makes me so surprised like the first four or five seasons i think of married to medicine is some of the best television and no one talks about and that the, as much as no. they should and i feel like it's but because, I, mm. 
you know, the same reason they can't get into Atlanta. If I may, though, do you know what I also think? Just as a separate issue, I also think in general, the shows that don't get like the housewives like flag over it get a lot of like um less views but like the recipes the same they're still using the same formula they're really just naming it something different and i think because they wanted to use essentially the same location as real housewives of atlanta and found a whole new set of beautiful amazing women they like found this like oh they all have doctors or uh, like married perfect let's just say that's what this is about and then it's like so good that when people say they don't like it, they're obviously like broken people. Like they have no soul, they have no humor, they have no taste. And so it's like, well, if all those things are true about you, clearly you don't like this. But wait, what was your what was your first shows? Like when you first started watching? I I see, I wish that I could remember. Like I went in this order, but I know Atlanta was first. Atlanta was definitely first. I want to say Beverly Hills was second too for me also. And then New York, because I really liked New. but I got into New York later years, like the Kristen Takeman and oh, on years. Is. And I didn't really care for her, but I just liked looking at her and her fashion. But yeah. so that, that's how so mine went too. Yes. And then she had the blog like after the next day or morning after or something like that, where she would kind of put what she had on. Yeah. So I, I that, that was my, and then married to medicine came out. I was like, ah! so good. I think New York was one of the last ones I watched because Bethany really put me off. Like I've gone through different phases with Bethany where I like loved her. But before I actually watched the show, I found her like something unappealing about her like aggression. And I was like, no, you know, none of these women, it's not a show about family. All these women are super emphasizing their brands. Like I don't want a show that has no heart and like coming from Atlanta, New Jersey and Beverly Hills that are so family oriented and so much heart and like, they're so authentic. I felt like it was going to be far too, like, I'm a business lady. Yes. With my other friend, you know, and I was like, mm. sort of like Mia on Potomac. I don't, I don't care about your business and you being this boss, like, yeah. that's all you say. And it's like, what it else is there to you? Well, speaking of Potomac, you want to jump in? We get, yeah. Before we get into <laughs> yeah. the, um, the Beverly Hills reunion, because we want to hear all of your thoughts on that. What, how have you, like, how would you rate right now the Potomac season? Like, how did you overall feel? Okay. I have two ratings. It's a rating system. Right. It's like watching how others, and it really shouldn't matter, but watching how others view Potomac sometimes, it makes me wish that Potomac, I like when it comes and then it goes because the fandom for Potomac can get so toxic. But if outside of that, when I make myself look outside of that and just enjoy it for what it is, to me, those ladies can be doing nothing, some of them. And I would just love to hear their conversation. Like Candace and Wendy with each other, or even Karen, or even when Karen and Giselle are in the mix, we could just literally be out of lunch, like, or or a a nude interlude, and and, and they, they know how to make it good. So I would say, I would give it a, I'm going to give it a nine because I just like 
Like the overall. Yeah. Like even with Atlanta, even when Atlanta doesn't like, have oh, its sorry. best seasons, I just love watching these women. So, but yes, yeah, so I'll give it a nine. Did you like Mia? Or do you? No. Like? And here's like, why. Yeah. I felt like. Well, I want to know, but I wanted her to have a platform to explain why she might not like her. So therefore I had to ask the question. That's called being professional. You know what? I'm going to say <laughs> I don't like Mia because I don't know who Mia is because I feel like, feel like she adapts the most popular mindset close to her. So we watched her come in as Karen's friend. And then I don't care what anyone says. If I'm you guys' friend and I'm in Miami with you guys, and then you say, we're going to take you to a dinner to meet our other friends. And we arrive and one of you, you're in an argument with a person in this friend group. I'm not going to then turn around to you, my friend in quotes and say, well, I think that woman has a good car. When I've been sitting, I've only known her for what, about maybe two hours versus maybe someone who's watched this show and has already had a mindset to get in with the green eyed bandits. So I felt like that was weird. And then Karen was very upfront with what Giselle said about Ray. Then we get to Karen's love party. And all of a sudden Mia says, Giselle's just another pretty face. But you knew, she said, because I didn't have that information before. Yes, you did. You heard Karen say at dinner what Giselle did. You still asked for Giselle and Robin's phone number after. But now that we're at Karen's house and there's more people, now all of a sudden it's Giselle's just another pretty face. And even though Wendy in the beginning was kind of like rehearsed TikTok Mia, I agree Wendy clocked her for being a lot for telling lies and not being consistent. Also, she's very much in the moment someone can say something to her and she shuts up, but then she goes right to Twitter after the episode. I would rather you get into it like Candace or like Karen and Giselle than, than to have a voice when it's over. And everything was about being a boss. She was arguing with Giselle at uh, Candace's party at her townhome, like the sleepover. And, me, and Escala says something to her and she goes, how many businesses do you own? What does that have to do with anything? And I know people have said that it's from her background. She was in foster care. So maybe, you know, that's where her security is and with G or whatever, but it's off-putting to me. And she reads as inauthentic to me. And she's argued with every person on the cast except Karen. And then I feel like she already knew going in who the audience hated, Candace. And yeah. that's who she's stuck with. She's been on Twitter saying Candace needs to be fired. She's mean. When Candace said to her, I've been nothing but nice to you when these other women haven't been. And they were all silent because it was right. She said, I don't give a F about you being nice to me. Nobody asked me. So then what's the argument? So it's like, I feel like, and we know she posted the picture of Candace's feet. You saw that, right? Yeah. And you know where she got that from. One of Monique's really good friends sent it to her and she forgot to crop that part. Like she screenshot, like, like if you were to screenshot a DM that I sent to you, yeah. it didn't crop me out. Yeah. It's Monique's very good friend, but notice no, and no one's talking about this either. Giselle says, Candace, don't talk about her mom. Talk about her big hands and big feet. No one is saying anything about Giselle saying it. She didn't post any memes about Giselle. Mia has been saying Candace needs to be fired. Candace needs to be fired. Notice 
Robin, Karen, when they all go on interviews, even when Giselle and Karen weren't getting along, they've been asked, who would you want gone from the show? They all say, no one, because we work well together as a cast. Then here comes Mia. Candace needs to be fired. And I was like, oh, this is, this is, to me, this is calculated. Well, I do. I could see what you, what you mean is like, and I actually agree with a lot with what you said. The only thing I always, I kind of thought was maybe because Karen is so good with her and Karen always says Giselle and Karen, like that she gets that the two of them need to fight for it to yes. be good. So I didn't know if maybe Karen pre-approved of her coming that night and being a little bit like, so that way she could kind of get in with everyone. Mm. And then Karen's not as like, you know, Okay. She wouldn't be like offended. Yeah. Yeah. So, because then we'd but, be really protective in other ways. So it's it's weird. Right. I I don't understand Wendy. That's yet. true. I feel well, like but, we we didn't see a lot of her last season because of the fight. Not but Wendy. We, I met Mia. Um, oh, Mia. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. Wendy is confusing for other reasons. But yeah, but Mia, <laughs> I want to get into the Wendy of it all. But Mia, I I. I personally felt like I turned on her a little when she was asking Candace's mother. Like, up until then, I felt, like, unsettled with her. I didn't really know her. I didn't really feel. And I felt like her plot line was her mother, which I really don't like when people's plot line are their family. Like, when Rinna made it her daughter's eating issue. Like, you know, Mia using her her season to be her daughter almost overdosing. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. It's like so it's tragic. always their family. Like Same. I don't, like that's not what we signed up for. We signed up for your life, so your family's an extension of it. It's not your plot line, you know. And so I didn't love that anyway, and I didn't love some of the flip flopping. But on the other hand, I think you know, telling a group of women who don't come from a background of you know the stripper world, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how quickly that would roll off the tongue for anyone on camera like I could see why she kind of wanted to ease into that one so it was less of a bump but when she did that it was so messy Candace's mom is so messy but it's her mom like she can't do anything about it that's her mom she loves her and she like there's it's her mom but like (laughs) doing that as a stranger like and obviously a fan of the show knowing exactly how Dorothy is like I think that was so nasty and to say that the production was low budget coming from her background like you know (sighs) what it means to not have all the funds you want in order to have your dream come true so to like just do that it just felt like so for the show and I didn't yes. like it and it just for the rest of the season soured me on her and having said that I think this reunion just want to throw this out there was the best dress reunion oh my yes. god collectively. every woman looked beautiful and, I feel yeah. like collectively like, they I, were so gorgeous yes Funny. Andy Cohen did something where they did like who is the best in a Scala one and yeah. I was like I don't even know how I'd vote I'd literally have a panic attack of like in the middle of vote because they all look so beautiful. And I was just like, when Mia, when they were like, what is it? Crystals, feathers, whatever. And she's like, it's everything. I was like, okay, I did like that. I was laughing because I was like, because she doesn't know. Like, Yeah, that's what I thought. But you know what's funny with Mia? It's like, I don't like to say that people aren't smart. So I will say she's not witty or she's not quick. Mm. And when she was like, it was in a parking lot. 
Well, the song is called Drive Back. So where else would they shoot it? And every single star, like singers, have done things outside in a parking lot. And can I just say, we know Mia was being messy because let's go back and Giselle too and Robin. If we go back to Williamsburg at that dinner, Giselle asked Candace. So is Chris being paid? And Candace shook her head no. And one of them said, I think it was Giselle said, oh, so you're paying him in booty or, or some, or one of the ladies across the table. So they already knew the answer. Yeah. Giselle oh, asked 100%, it. Because also like, I think as someone who watches the show, you would know yep. that like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just not, there's nothing about that moment where she wasn't using like this time where Candace was being inclusive and also vulnerable and like living a dream out loud that yes. she wasn't trying to be very soul crushing. Like I genuinely felt that her two piece lettuce throw was not a big deal. Me neither. <laughs> like, like everyone was trying to really like be so angry with her. And like at first I was kind of, I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, I do think she is very like, as she would say, she's a great orator. Yeah, She really is quick witted and she's very, very, very hyper intelligent. So her use of the English language is beyond <laughs> right. most people around her, regardless of who she's around. And, but I do think that a lot of people, when they don't know how to be like, have a smart, quick back and forth banter, you know, they reach for their hands or whatever's nearby. Yes. They're like, I'm going to shut you up somehow. And I think, like, you have to learn when, like, you can see in someone else that this line is about to be crossed where they can't keep up, so they are going to take you down. And I think that's yeah. something Candace for self-protection, if for nothing else, should learn. But I think Mia was egging. And that's what that I, I think they all do that. And I relate it to something one of my favorite YouTubers said, and I, I keep thinking about this. And I've said it before there. I don't know if you've heard what's going on with Lizzo, but people have been really talking about her body because of the clothes that she oh, wears. Yeah, Not even because, because they're like, like, why would you like, who cares what she wears? But people have been really re like so going beautiful. in on her. She is. So yeah, she I got her. She would go on lives and like online and she'd be crying and angry. I and saw, people, you saw, I, that? saw I, so, I think on the shade room, they also posted they posted yeah. it Did you so think like yeah boyfriend sorry let's go oh no well so her her uh, the youtuber i listened to came on and said and i remember he was one of the ones he was like lizzo you already know what they're going to do to you so basically like it's your fault because you keep wearing the clothes yes they're messing with you so it's like a cause and effect like Yes, they're starting with you and you're just minding your own business wearing clothes, but you don't need to have that reaction. Just stop wearing the clothes. And then he got on and said, I was laying in bed and I was thinking back to what I said. And I said to myself, how wrong am I to tell her? You already know these people are going to come for you. So you need to change the way you are and the way you respond. He said, why am I not telling the people that are coming for her? Why are y'all continually coming for her? And that's how I feel with Candace. Giselle pretty yeah. much admitted that they come for her. 
and then you tell her she needs to edit herself. And I'm like, Giselle, you didn't edit yourself when you talked about the paternity of Monique's child and that she was having an affair. So to me, that is much worse than anything that Candace has said. And, and, and I think it goes back to what you said, Ilana, they can't keep up. So when Giselle yeah. and Robin were laughing at Candace on TV, on the after show last year about Dorothy paying for her home, they thought it was so funny. They know it's a hot button for her. So when she says, good luck with your $900,000 teardown, now your feelings are hurt. Giselle talked about Monique's children who will one day, Monique's children and her marriage, who could one day see this? She talked about Wendy and Eddie and their kids are old enough to be online, but you have a nerve to come into the season upset with Karen because Karen asked the question, is Jamal coming? Because you said it hurt your children. So this false outrage of like you sat around and plotted to bring the story up about Monique. And now you're outraged at Candace's. So I feel like, why are we not saying y'all are just messing with her for no reason? But Giselle is the fakest, like Lena yes. and Giselle are the fakest people on real housewives. Yeah. And they drive me crazy. And like everyone always says we need a villain. Ilana and I have an addiction, but it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rooks is our go-to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, NikkiRocks.com. N-I-C-K-I-R-O-X-X.com. Apply our discount code StylishlySolomon25 for 25% off. Stylishly Solomon 25. Solomon with all O's. S-O-L-O-M-O-N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping! I think that all these shows, you hear a lot from fans saying that we always need a villain. Like, we'll be sad when the villain's gone. I'm not sad to lose a Tamara. I'm not sad to lose a Daniel Staub. I'm not sad to lose, God willing, a Rina and a Giselle because I feel they're fake. They're stirring up drama. They're giving nothing of themselves. And they're very much, like, inauthentic in their overall, like, no friend group even if these are essentially just co-workers at the end of the yes. day but no friend group has someone who's doing that no one's like what made the show in its initial form yes interesting because it was relatable because there was heart in it, it reminded every woman of their own friend group and their own interaction but like seeing behind the doors of when that friend is not with you by your side and yes. like as we spoke about earlier the reason i loved for example, Beverly Hills and um, Jersey, New Jersey was because they were so full of heart. They were about family and the dynamics of like the people you love yeah. at, that you actually socialize with and how it affects you to have the, that kind of duality in your relationships. Mm -hmm. Whereas with certain shows as they've kind of rose up the newer ones, they're clearly coworkers. Like they have no relationship yes. before. And they're not in this, even if, at Beverly Hills, you had Kim and Kyle. Yes, they were sisters, but they knew of Lisa Vanderpump. Like they were yes. in society with each other. We're finding now that it's like, oh, this one knows this one through this one. And this, it's like, we know Mia didn't know Karen. Karen would do interviews and say, a business associate introduced them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, the producer. <laughs> producers, right. Someone told me on a franchise, I have to tell you later, but 
a person that was gonna that was like gonna be their best friend on the show, they were hooked up by producers. Yeah. So it's 100%. like did that best friend end up coming on the show? Oh my god, I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I will remember to follow up about that. <laughs> I'll text you guys. But like you were saying, yeah, you go. I'm sorry, but do you got even if you guys wouldn't, right? Like, okay, I'm not gonna do reality TV. And with the industry you work in, I bet you can think of people that know each other or in a close association with each other that would rush to do this show. So we could find them out there because they say, you know, so many people don't want to do it, but there's so many women that do. Well, actually, like the women where we live right now, currently in Boca, like, and even I will say, I won't name her name, but one of my, um, one of my clients, she was actually asked and she declined. But a lot of women here do not want to do it because she said she, okay. said she loves the show, but she sees how they did. Yes. And she said, even though she has nothing, she said they could find something and she's not testing God. You know so what? Even interesting. they could make like you and like, I would hate when I would see those Us Weeklies and they would show a husband and a wife together. And then like the husband's co-worker in a movie, a woman. And He's looking at her and they'll make it like, oh, look at him looking at her breast. And it's like, she really may not have been, this is real life and that could affect them. So I feel like if they were to put a camera on me and my husband, they may think, oh, he doesn't even talk to her. But it's like, we communicate, you know what I mean? You know, no, I'm like, no, exactly. my husband is quiet. So it's like, well, no, but uh, not that- really, but you know what I mean? No, no, of course. I'm so like insecure that like I I, I was laughing so hard because I was listening to another podcast um not just ours and <laughs> and on that podcast they were talking about um like how there is some study where they said that um if oh if the, some couples like if the wife would say to the husband look at that pretty bird and he actually like looked up they were like 70% more likely not to get divorced because that type of attentiveness, like I want to see what you're seeing and I'm paying attention to what you're saying, the act of listening and then doing, even though it's so minor, it like had this big result. So I literally ran into the other room and I told my husband, I was like, look at the moon. It's beautiful tonight. (laughs) And like, he kind of leaned over and looked and then went back to what he was doing. I was like, like, I'm so insecure that like if I was in a situation where everyone's ripping us apart, I would not do well with like everyone hating on me. Like I already know, for example, I have an annoying voice. I already know that. I don't need people telling me that. (laughs) I don't need people trying to take me down like be like, you're too this or you're not enough that and also I don't want anyone being like you know anything about my sister my husband I do not handle well when people criticize the people I love and so I think that would also would trigger me to you know do something stupid so I don't belong on reality tv that's what I said but I do feel very happy to be part of the people like, mm, you did this and I have an opinion. <laughs> exactly. Like I want to interview them and talk, get behind the gates and talk about yeah. them like this. But that what you just said speaks to why I have been defending Wendy. Because I'm like, it's funny. People are like, oh my God, her reactions make her look guilty. And I thought about it. And yes, in the beginning, that was like so corny, like TikTok Mia. I think that like, 
she really was frustrated with me and she probably couldn't say why. So it came off to readers as like a little, I mean, viewers as like a little like why. But they made Wendy the subject of every time they got together, even towards the end when they go to the reasonably shady party and Robin asked that question. If you tell a friend about rumors, how many times do you expect this woman to hear you talk about her husband? Like that would. But also it was like a nothing plot. Like they didn't yes. even have anything. There was, sorry to interrupt, but there was no, no, no yeah. gun or no like, though it was actually like beyond fictitious. There was like literally they had nothing to, you know, receipts or co-sign anything. The whole entire plot line is there is a rumor out there and you can't look pretty unless it's in response to that rumor. Thank you. And that I like, people are saying I'm so tired of the way they're sex shaming Mia. It's gross. I could be seeing something different, but what I'm seeing is them catching her in lies. So when they're saying, no, you're a stripper. I didn't take it as they were saying it bad. I took it as Mia, you said I was a bartender when I met him, but then at Ashley's spa day, you say you were a bartender. They call G and say, we got somebody here that makes good drinks. Then I became a stripper and that's how I met him. So they're catching you in these little lies. In ball gowns. In <laughs> And then she said shoes. she didn't take her clothes off. You guys, he Disgusting. Why is he not wearing shoes in this After I heard that, I I really, I think a part of my soul, like, <laughs> if it was possible to, like, have vomit come out of deep within your soul, it was, like, worse than when Britney Spears was walking in a gas station. Yes. Shoes. I was like, this is, like, like deep within and my... That and when he... Like, yeah, him and Ashley going back and forth. I believe if it was Candace sitting there, he probably would have said the same thing. You're just being so annoying, right? Okay. What really made me like, ugh, with him is when they got on the trip. You are on a cast with your beautiful wife and all these other beautiful black women. And you say, where's the white women at? And, like, she thought it was funny. And, like, that to me, that just, it was just something. Men like him... And I've said it before, I, I have found that sometimes darker skinned men want the really light or white woman. And then you're like, oh. where's the white women? If you don't get out of here, like, what? I 100% believe that there is something also sort of, this is very dark what I'm about to say, but okay. like he bought me his time at least in the beginning. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that maybe when if he might have been at a point in his life where he didn't have the same money and access. So, of course, he didn't have the same type of attention from beautiful women because the way okay. he acted, for example, with Karen was so vulgar. <gasps> How dare and he? She's a light-skinned like black woman. And I was, I was thinking about, like, it's so demeaning to her. Like, she's this elegant, refined woman of Surrey County and there she is getting like this weird like 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 vote like like sexual and but Mia was sitting there with like this to me like very like like passive smile yes. like this is totally fine behavior and it makes me think that like maybe in their private sexual interactions there's a lot of like sharing of him because he wants to continue to like prove that he can have whoever he wants at any cost and you, you heard what Mia said, and this is, 
what the example I'm about to use that speaks to your point, someone said Mia wants to be seen. When they asked the question, who's ever had a threesome? And she says, and she drinks. And then they're like, what? And then she backpedals. I mean, um, I sat in the corner and watched G with someone. That's not a threesome. That's being a voyeur. So it's like she wants the attention, but it speaks to what you said also. He is an yeah, that's a complicated he is an unclear person. But speaking of things. That I, are, I like that. Unclear. She is unclear. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. That's an unclear person. She is an unclear person. And another unclear person is Dorit and Teddy. Who do we believe? So are we going to Beverly Hills because I have thoughts? Yeah, we have to go. Because okay. honestly, like from the robbery. Let's take that trip. To finding out the tragic news that Teddy is an e-correspondent? Well, extra. Uh, that hurts my heart, too. I too. also had a, a vomit in the soul for that, too. Me, too, because <laughs> I felt like this is what one of the things that I would love to do. And would you pick you a Teddy Mellencamp. And well, first of all, you would be amazing at it. Oh, 100%. You guys make me. Second of all. Teddy literally <laughs> lost her job because the world spoke up to Bravo and was like this anorexic promoting boring soul with the most annoying voice on the planet. And I say that knowing what I sound like. I cannot stand her I on my TV. Voice, so what so what did they yes, do? They I put her know. on as a correspondent or something. Like, no one wants to talk to her. The only people yes. who kind of like her in the Fox Force freaking sucky group. yes you guys this just shows us just like how the media is trying to manipulate us all the time they're letting somebody who is the fakest who does tells us lies all the time next they're gonna let erica come on we're just right. gonna get lisa renna they don't yeah. want to promote the truth that's why they yeah. let her on and now that's she's what... morphing into kyle that it's like Oh my, so did you see the meme? Somebody put a picture of her when she had blonde hair, the picture of her when she had pink hair, and then the picture of her with the dark hair and said, it's like Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And but I like she the pink hair, but she's searching. Yeah, and I just, and then I saw today and I didn't even, I didn't even let myself register the account because I was like, what so you know how like you're scrolling instagram some account had posted her interviewing dorit and is like so explosive and dorit reveals so much to her it had to be in two parts i was like are you kidding now i will say this if we're going to talk about dorit and the robbery two things i've seen people posting the footage and there's been some back and forth about what's too far and not too far to post and i thought if dorit and pk released the footage and said, hey, maybe you guys could share this so we could identify them. Totally get it. But if not, it's like, when is too far knowing her children is in there? But then, well, and then the other thing was, do you remember the season after Pantygate? So it must have been Vanderpump's last season. How did we start out the season? Dorit going over to Erica's house and telling her she had been burglarized. We did. Yeah. So it's like, why would you not level up your security? Why, 
why would PK post a video last year showing where the robbery is supposed to be? And my friend said that it came out that t it is Teddy's husband that did the security. I know. Insane. Teddy's husband should not even have a business because everyone seems to get robbed that he... No, they must have. They're in a setup. This to be. They're keeping all the merchandise. They're getting somehow insurance money. Like something is happening it's, where they're getting funds. Alexis. Because it's like, I, I would, if it happened to me once, if y'all... They're like, I, I said it. You just had such yeah, a Camille moment. She did. She did. God, I wish you could see her because you jumped that rope. Oh, my God. But now we said it. But now everyone knows. But it's like, I for the life exactly. of me, no, I'm kidding. you have two beautiful children. Your life is valuable. And you were robbed once. You are in Beverly Hills. You know your life is on TV. And I'm going to say this. and I Because we, I think we listen to, um, you guys listen to Housewives podcast. And we probably listen to a lot of the same. I cannot remember what podcast I heard this on. I would have to go through my mind. But the host was saying her friend is either a dog walker or a babysitter in Dorit's neighborhood. And that there's cameras everywhere which i guess proves it because they released the footage but i just it is you have kids to protect like if that happened to me like things would be bolted shut like i don't like but here's my theory i mean okay i'm gonna this is all allegedly but i think was this a real burger like robbery probably not I think those robbers looked like in the video, they were like, so what's the plan again? They were not acting in a fast motion. They looked like they were going over stuff. Like, and it literally looked like he told them, like, now you have to knock this down. Like, even the way they, like, snuck it out like Santa Claus through the gate. And, like... They're in a I lawsuit just, right now for, like, what, millions of dollars? Like, a million yeah, dollars or something? I just think Teddy, Teddy's husband, Kyle... Mauricio, PK, and Dorit. Like, something dodgy is happening with these robbers. Erica, too. Well, Erica, so, can I just interject something? The dark part of me that is very credulous, um, wait, incredulous? Incredulous? Is, um, is, like, reading the story that Dorit shared with the world, and it's like, I know this story because Kim Kardashian said it to me like a few years back. This is verbatim what Kim told me. Like personally, obviously, Kim Kardashian called me. Yeah. Probably, we did say that to each other in one of the rare times I get to speak to these days. And, um, and like then the part of me that like feels also kind of like, like it's like, oh, is this footage staged? Because it does seem very odd. Like, that, like you have all this camera for security but you don't yes. have like an alarm system you don't have like your husband is away you've got your two babies as you mentioned you've been robbed you don't At like apparently your friend's husband has this super security company like and your security is what cameras like I don't get it also like there's not just you I know you mentioned you know the PK video but why did even that whole conversation about like the read like Everyone knows she does not pay for her stuff. Like, if you work in fashion, you know very well Dorit does not pay for her stuff. So making that point felt like, and then Andy's implying that because of that episode is why she got robbed. And I'm like, please. She knew she was going to get robbed on that date, knew when it was going to air. It felt 
more like that. Having said that, if it's real, I feel terrible for Did you see that fly? I'm sorry. It just no, it got no. in here and it just... Okay. No, no, no. Like, if, obviously, if it's real, because I know this is a real person and she experienced this horrible thing, then I feel horrible for her but just i think like the part of me who feels everything staged in hollywood knows of yes. her money troubles knows that she's yes. filming knows that she didn't have a plot line knows that this will give her a plot line this interjected teddy back in which they wanted and like all the group this this group of like women who are particularly close that yes. core group of like rena erica dury and kyle are all suspect to me of like questionable morals Yes. for a plot line and i really love crystal garcelle and satin in mm. the sense of like they're bringing that authenticity that completely was yes. not around and it makes me wonder like maybe rena has for example erica's back the way she does because she too does dodgy shit and i feel yes and, and a part of us as women i'm sure we feel like Oh my God, if her kids were in the, like her kids were in the house, what kind of person would lie about that? And then there is something about people who will do anything for money, will well, do anything to keep the lifestyle. This is like Jen Shaw just this week. We saw lied about her husband's oh my health God, that that's like that was so like putting a kanahara like 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 that was so evil eye. Wait, what like, does that mean so tell horrible. me that what is it called putting evil, eye. Okay. evil okay. eye okay yeah like, you're, you're almost like, wishing upon them this bad yeah like you're putting like bad into the world that's gonna come like how could you do that if you have any Never. love for i like won't even like i will even like if I'm lying to get out of something and like use and I need like a big excuse, I will use like a, a real thing that happened to an already dead relative. Yes, you know what I mean? I'll be like my grandma yeah. passed away. Like, do you need to know she passed away ten years ago? No, but no, like right. I'm I'm, I'm going to make it seem a little more present because it's so real for me. It's very present now. But like, <laughs> you know, like I do not do anything about the living. I won't even say like my husband has a cold if he doesn't have a cold. Like that's horrible. But what's crazy with the Jen thing, too, is that if you think about it, first she says that she was talking to him. So we're supposed to take that during this whole doctor appointment, he is telling her like this, which just doesn't. If he was internally bleeding, she wouldn't be on the phone with her. No, and, and not the doctor's getting ready to operate him. Because she says, I saw briefly somewhere before the season started that it wasn't her husband. And I'm like, then but we then need to figure out who it was. did you see someone screenshot, like someone screenshotted her phone from the episode and it, they were saying how it does look like it says Sharif Shah. But I don't know about you, but I don't have my husband saved in my phone as like Hassan Abdul Hamid Oyuni. Like mine have, says my said, love. Yeah. Mine says husband. <laughs> see, I yeah. love my love. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I will say this. He has made it clear to us all season. He, they are not speaking. They until, like, no, until no, he doesn't like each other. He definitely no, does not like. He her. does not like her. She, he got like she showed us in I think the first or second episode. He made a comment that she only came when the cameras were basically on That's, offer or something. Yes, and she comes out with a fur coat like yeah. he's putting on that coat. Yeah, she goes. You should have called the shovelers trying to live that life, and he goes. We don't have no shovelers. I feel like the nicest he was to her is when she was packing to leave. 
<laughs> hey, yeah, sweetheart, and he c- comes in and has conversation with her. No, they well, do I think everything like we know too about Jen Shaw's morality comes from when she said she ignored her nephew who wrote to her that he until was the day before until the right before filming. I'm like, all right, we got you. Like you just gave us your number completely. Like I know the area code too. But <laughs> like Bravo Docket, the podcast, I'm obsessed yes. with it with the lawyers. And they were breaking down their most recent episode, like everything with Erica. And the most like current information. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that just like blew my mind was, yes, Erica has not been criminally charged, but the most recent filings have been like a uh, complaint of the fact that she is trying to argue that even though she's the sole manager and owner of an LLC, which anyway, that's weird because there's no other partner, but She's trying to argue that because she used the company credit card of Gerardine Keys as a personal American Express card for this business, that the business is liable, yes, not her personally. Because that to me is the most shady logic to try to sit there on the couch like, how did you point everything at me? You point at yourself. You spent this money from a law firm. It says on the card, business card. And I think that's why he he set it up like that. Because I heard if you have an LLC, they can't come after. No, well, that's the whole point. It protects it. It makes it the business rather than the person. Yes. She spent on... So there was an argument by the trustee who's investigating. Not the guy that's always tweeting this woman. And her whole like complaint filings against Erica was that it was a sham company that was paying for a personal lifestyle. There was no expectation of her company making money. It was only expectation of her taking money from the other company and funneling. And they're probably going to try to argue that. I was like, where was Andy? Why didn't Andy read this stuff before the, like, I want to take away part three and get in, put part four where part three was and get a new part four where the real questions are asked. Like one of my biggest questions is if lawyers were calling her and telling her stuff about Tom, why weren't the same lawyers and her in contact about like, he has no mental capacity. What's yes. going on with this? Like, are you trying to tell me that they were talking to him about certain things, but not to, oh. but, but not talking okay. to, but her? not talking to her about oh. like the other things. Like, no, you can't play. It's like Bethany said, you can't play stupid and also be smart. Like at the same you time, you can't pretend that you didn't know these things. I mean, Teresa Judice could not get away with playing stupid. Don't tell me Erica Jane. Okay. Yeah, and I believe that, uh, you know how she said she was upset that his family left him in his state, and then people were arguing, well, like, Erica, you left him. I believe that was a plan. I believe of course. he knew it was coming down the pike. So, like, and I've always referenced this, Peggy and Dico from Real Housewives of Orange County actually got divorced. They weren't even remarried when they got on the show because Dico got in financial trouble, had to file she bankruptcy. Yes. And so Peggy got to keep like the assets by divorcing. So I feel like well, Erica knows where other money is. And but the plan Erica's, was to- not Erica. Sorry. Tom's son-in-law was one of the like whistleblowers. Like he was writing documents. And so the person who did the accounting and this son were the ones who basically like I don't know if the whistleblower is the right way to say, because I don't know if they outed him, but they're the ones okay. who are the like reason all these filings are happening. 
they're the ones that clarified everything. Both of them quit before any shit hit the fan because they actually have like written complaints where they several times said to Sean, like the numbers aren't adding up. There's money owed to these people. We can't like, we're not allowed to issue. You're the only one who can issue these numbers. Like this is not good. This is not right. And it's the son-in-law that left. So of course the daughter isn't talking to the father that put her husband at risk for going to jail. If you listen to a podcast called the glam squad, they found and these tapes are this podcast that they found is like scrubbed from the internet so they were lucky to find it it's tom girardi in 2018 or 2019 basically talking about you know how oj wrote the book if i did it yeah mm -hmm. it was something to that effect like almost like when you hear him talk about you're like like how I'd get away with everything. Yeah, this was in 2018. And then they now have a podcast about where they think the money is hidden, that there is other money. It's called the Glam Squad. And let me tell you, I was, they like to literally hear his voice, like being. <laughs> Just don't like, <laughs> yes, it's, I'm telling you, go back. There's one. Well, you'll see like the descriptions, but it's called Glam Squad. It's like orange and then Glam Squad is in pink. And you listen to his voice. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I want to know what you guys think when you hear it. Wait, is it called Goodbye Glam Squad? Yes, yes. Goodbye Glam okay, Squad. I'm sorry. Yep. Goodbye it. Glam Squad. Yep. Okay. Just hit the plus sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, and when I'm, you hear it, it's like. I'm so excited to listen to it. I love these type of things. Like, that's the problem. I am very conflicted just in the sense of, like, on the one hand, I don't, I like that Real Housewives in its initial state was uh -huh. really much more deep. And the emotions yeah. and the stories were much more quality and relatable and less entertaining in the sense of the foe. Yes. Having said that, I do love like like you know to enjoy a little crime now in that you know and, a happy and we're getting murder it or like you know yeah. it, it does it's kind of like a roller coaster it's an adrenaline rush that's safe and i <laughs> am so <laughs> mad at erica for everything she has said and done in terms of like the lack of moral fiber that to me is shown like forget about if she was responsible and if you think yes. she did it didn't know all those things which i we can get into but i definitely have an opinion on that but like just the fact that now you know and yes. how you're behaving is so gross that like that alone is enough to put me off but also get me excited to chat about it. <laughs> right and i feel like if she had a really felt like she couldn't say anything you know what would have put a stop to this when she came on this season and said, it. guys, I am going, if not filming, or if she decided she wanted to film, guys, there is so much going on right now. I am just like, my world is shattered. There are certain things I can answer. And you guys know certain things I can't because I'm in a, like, instead of trying to give passive answer, like, no, just say you can't. We know that there's things in court that you can't talk about. But you're acting as if you're being so honest and you can talk about everything. It's like, no, you're lying. Even with the mascara. I was lying. Please. And Rinna, like, feeding her the answer. You use different, you use different makeup artists. Yes. And I was like, I was like oh, stop feeding her the answer. Oh, did you catch? Did you catch? Okay, so during the season, 
when Sutton called the meeting at Dorit's. And it's crazy. It's funny how they keep saying, well, Sutton called the meeting, but you let her use your house. If you were that uncomfortable, you could have said, I don't feel comfortable. But Sutton calls the meeting. Then the next time they get together, Erica is icy to Sutton. And I remember people on the internet saying, I think that Lisa gave her a heads up. Then in the reunion, we find out she did. Oh, yeah. Yes. I even believe it wasn't just Rina who gave her a heads up. Me too. I mean, Kyle's a producer in her head, so I definitely think Kyle wouldn't give her a heads up because she knows it's better for this show. But I don't think Dorit has enough backbone not to. She is afraid of Erica and probably all the secrets Erica knows. That's what I was going to say. And she's probably like, oh, we're meeting. It's happening at my house. I will let you know all the tea. And then reshaped yes. it to be like, everyone's against you. Not <laughs> and then, um, oh my God, you saying that had me think of something. Okay, it'll come back. Oh, when um, Erica goes, we didn't talk, we don't talk about your lawsuits. Remember in the reunion, was it last year when they admitted that they had a pact to not talk about yeah. it? Yeah. And they still yes. have their jobs. But like, to me, that is one of the things that's really frustrating when you have an OG like Kyle, who production like Andy has a friendship with, like, she has now built this wall around herself and allowed those people to have these walls where what are we even watching anymore? Like the reason, for example, I know it's a different story in every way. But the reason I think that Kardashians sort of crashed and burned, it was because they stopped having anything close to reality presented to us and like none of these people kyle included are good enough actors to give us like a show where there's no plot except for the ones they make up yes it's not interesting it doesn't do it for me and i personally think like just based on like what we saw when she was away on the trip i think erica personally i think erica has always known that there are some shadiness to the business and i think she found out during that two weeks between the trip and when she announced the divorce that everything was going to hit the fan i think that her and lawyers probably that tom guided her to came up with the plan i think that's when she started the story about like his mind lost he's a cheater i don't love him but also i love him and i care about the fact that no one's taking care of him because i think that part actually was something like despite herself she said like she was supposed to come across as like angry scorned and instead she came across as like i want everyone to think of him as this like weakling who didn't know any better he was in mental decline and i think that whole thing was super planned by the lawyers because all the way she presented it was so calculated into what he is using to get out of trouble his get out of jail free card right and i think the only thing she's angry is that he wasn't smart enough in the way he set up this LLC to truly protect her. And yeah, that is she really cries for herself, never for anyone. Yeah, she she's crying for, cries yes. for herself. Her tears are real, but for that. And, but doesn't it also make you think like when she called Lisa a sniper on the side, like I always felt in my head, like, it takes one to know one. Dina yep. was more of a fan of Erica than I ever was because I, I always found her a little too like costumey and a little too put on as mm-hmm. a human. But like one thing that definitely I didn't like is, you know, like 
you know the assignment. No one goes on to Housewives without knowing the assignment. Anyone who says otherwise is a liar. You came yep. on knowing fully well what the characters were and what the game was and how it would help your platform. And you trying to like make Lisa look bad for doing exactly the job mm. is like in itself. Wow. I don't like it. And I actually feel like Kyle was a true sniper. For, no, because that was good. You oh, Kyle is going after Lisa for doing the assignment. I didn't. You know what? You know what? I can I can tell you, and I've said this. I've screamed this from the rooftops. The moment that I was no longer was not interested in Erica Jane, her first season. And this is why, if you notice, she gets triggered when people when she feels like people are calling her a liar because it mm. hits it hits something her first season one of the first few episodes munchausen comes up and yolanda's kids and lyme disease come up and they're at erica's house i think for then they have like a some sort of like her first event at her house was like a circus or something in her backyard oh, and wasn't it like a barbecue, yeah, the barbecue. Yeah. Not at all. Like, yes yeah. and she was the only one like dressed down which i also believe yeah but like she did the, the house all up. either Yes, oh, because yeah, it's like, 100%. oh, these are women in Beverly Hills dress up. And it's like, oh, no, yeah, you want to be like, seen. I'm just cool from the South. She wants to be seen as the sexy, cool chick that dudes can hang with. But that also girl, you know, like the girl's best friend. So they're at that table and Yolanda confronts Lisa Renna and it says something about the Munchausen or the kids. And Lisa in her confessional goes, well, wait, someone must have told her that. So Lisa goes, who told you that? And I think, I think she asked Erica straight up. Yeah, Erica, Erica says said no. no. And yeah. then in her confessional said, yeah, I said it. I just didn't feel like saying it. That is a liar. That is not, well, that's a lie. I won't call you a liar, but you told a lie. You can't justify it by basically, I'm so cool that, yeah, I said it, but I didn't feel like telling her I said it. You started out lying and you've been lying. So for me, when she did that, I was off of her. I was like, oh. Well, her not. life is a lie. Yeah. Every, like, either she had the world's most arranged marriage that had basically no love. And she was, you know, financially given money for whatever services she gave. Whatever that may be. Or... <laughs> She had a very loving marriage and the shit hits a fan and she and people around him are protecting him. So one of them is a true is a truth. But the problem is either one, she still comes out a liar. I think so much about her is a lie telling us that a 27 year old who worked at a strip club. How are you getting your sorry to swear, but how are you getting your fucking money like you're putting it on a credit card to go to the bank like that's your lie one like there are just so many inconsistencies with erica and lisa and erica annoy me so much yeah but so much during this reunion i just felt like they could have come after in different ways like i know she wasn't gonna give us anything i mean she right. barely turned and she did neck <laughs> like, what is up with her neck and why doesn't anyone talk about it dean i'm so sorry but this seems like a major thing that we need to address like she, she cannot turn her neck she has to do her full body and why yes. do you pretend like she has full motion she was like in that men in black movie that alien yes that's what i think of too dina we've like, never had these conversations i'm so glad you see it too that she is like the guy it? from law and order when he yeah. was the alien trying to move the human neck that's exactly what i think of that is good. I know. 
also, like, to me, what doesn't make sense is her whole spiel about, well, I couldn't leave him because the funds. So then when you left him more recently. Exactly. How did you get your money then? That, it, or, it, it, um, she and lies. You do, like, I was doing some research back when the, show, when the uh, season started, and I wished I had a screenshot it. At one point, the house, the owner of the house was E.J. Global. And the lawyers that worked under Tom were put like over the house. And I don't know what that's called, but basically like they came off like the landlords. But it was in E.J. Global's name. It was purchased by E.J. Global. The house they live in now? Yeah, the Stop. house she lives in Stop. now. We're going to get cut off. Stop. Her $2 million dollar. Should we take a break, guys, and come right back and finish discussing? Yeah, yeah, we'll come right back. The best part about living in Florida is we get to wear sandals all year round. Our favorite sandals are teaks because they're so comfortable without neglecting style. Teaks are made with the most beautiful leather and are so chic that even Anna Wintour gifted them to her daughter's wedding party. At such amazing price points, you'll want to buy the entire collection. You can get a 10% discount with our special promotional code, SOLOMON10, when you apply at checkout. S-O-L-O-M-O-N-10. To shop, go to teeks.com. That's T-K-E-E-S dot com. And don't forget to apply our special discount code, SOLOMON10, for 10% off. We know you love them as much as we do. Well, I have my notes. Which we Being a liar. The lies. The lies, <laughs> yeah. She's a full-time liar. Lies. <laughs> I mean, for her, like, flat-out saying when she said to Andy. Full-time liar, part-time housewife. Yeah. <laughs> her new tagline. Um, But when she told Andy, you know, it should really be all she wants is, like, a good dick. Because, sorry to be so vulgar. But, like, the way but, she said But do that, you see yeah. her sexual, though? Like, I, I get her image, but she reads... N- like and it's kind of like when Jenny says I'm so real as in Jenny from the block as in JLo like I like I, I think that's just for test too much kind of thing like you are okay like, Erica like so pat the puss and I'm so sexually free but you're like married to a hundred year old man who clearly is not sexually active anymore like there is no way that you're like that's your need like I think her orgasms literally come from like herself like yeah, no, I yes. feel like she yeah, is like her. Like she is all about herself. Her her best feelings are probably looking in the mirror on a good day. Like everything comes from within. That is good. Her orgasms probably come from herself, and I think that she kind of may have gotten a little um a little high off of the housewife and the hustler. That's the first time that's ever happened. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, honestly, I think she, like, when she wrote that the reunion was four parts and the season was everything (gasps) because of herself, I think she's enjoying this. I think the reason she even is not, like, maybe doing what is more of, like, the moral thing is because she wants people talking about her. And as long as she continues to ignore, like, any acts of decency and acts the way she's acting, then people are going to be talking about her. I feel like if she got away, if she knew that she was going to not have to pay anyone and get to keep hers, then she would be even more like um, arrogant. But she's trying to kind of toe the line a little bit. But I believe that if she gets away, if she doesn't have to pay anyone, notice her reunion look too and how puffy in this. Have you seen the recent pictures of them filming? It's almost like she's back 
to Erica? I just feel like Erica is just the worst in every way. Yeah. I don't, I get that. Like in a certain way we can say, cause she keeps saying, you know, where Jen is really a criminal. Like, do we really yes. know within how much Erica, whatever, mm-hmm. like knew, but I feel what makes her the real worst and like really a true ass is watching her at the reunion basically say like, she asked him, if um like why would you do this to me not why did you do this in general to the victims like this has been years and years like her even trying to sell us this whole thing like about when it comes to um um, when it comes like her trying to um like that this is only a recent three years with the dedication like that is not in any way like even from the documentary we know this has been for years and years. years and like Everything about her just shows she only sees herself. This woman left her child, like, for years to go live with him. She is not somebody who looks at everything to her, I think, is, like, a numbers game. And, like, she's trying to, even, like, what you said about her being a lie, even her whole, like, thing about her rising up in stardom. Now we know she paid for all of it. Yes. That was like. And you could pay for it. Yeah. No. 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 He said that was... (laughs) She seemed... It was like her sons are bangers, you know? (laughs) He seemed very wooden, even in her movements. Like, she doesn't give me... Portia Williams sexy or like any like she doesn't give me any of that. Like, I mean that's just the the highest the no. level. <laughs> no, no one can do that. No, no. As Danzy would say, bamboozled um Jane. She is when he says bamboozled, bamboozled Jane, it's the greatest bamboozlement I I've ever done. That. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> bamboozled but, Jane no, is good. She is to me like I don't understand why at this point there's forget about the question of like the like the jail time kind of yes. responsible. There is no way anyone could argue that there isn't any moral responsibility. I mean, especially when you have like I, I mentioned her before, like a tradition. Teresa Giudice, when they were screwing the government, everyone was so hard on her too. Like, you're a criminal. If you sign the, even if you just put it in front of your face, like, you right, can't and pretend she did- like you didn't know. Like, Erica did the same thing, and Erica's a lot smarter because Erica had to be a lot smarter given yes. her life. So don't tell me that you just like allowed this behavior and like little lawsuits popped up here and there, and you were like, oh, it's fine. Well, little yes. like 27 year old, like, a tw- like, 27. 27 isn't that deep. Yeah. Like, I mean, not right. <laughs> but like, it's not uh, that you know what you're doing. Like you, I just feel like it's not, I, I even like, you know, just comparatively, like I think my boyfriend's like 15, 16 years older than me. I don't feel like in any way there's an advantage. I like I feel I know what I'm doing. You know what right, you're doing right, at this right. Age. Yeah. It's not it's not a stoop like I just think that she's trying to because at this point maybe they are, which I don't even think is old, like a fifty year old. I mean sorry. Me neither. I know how cold as ice when she said he is eighty or whatever. Yes. Like it's like it's, 
Done. Mine. Like, I, <laughs> I like, actually laughed out loud. I was like, oh my God. Well, maybe that 80 year old, but there's some out here running marathons, drinking yeah, Viagra. Like, like, like I just, he was talking about. I was like, that shows us exactly who Erica is. She is for herself. Like, this is only, yeah. like, she is like, that's why I think Rinna and her are so close in a certain way because. Rinna is just for herself. Rinna is yep. like the worst person. I don't agree. She, I, like what you said, Alana. She is the type of person I don't love to hate her. I find her really awful as a human. Yes. Watching what she does, I really love Delilah. Like I follow her. I follow Delilah Aww. for years. And watching kind of how she is as a mother to Amelia, who suffers something so horrific as her eating disorders, as all her mental issues, and knowing what's probably going to happen with Amelia, which I really hope, I know I was joking earlier, I really hope... Oh, Dorina, it's fodder. Like, she honestly is a true narcissist. And I also think that, you know, and I feel I I, losing a parent. I mean, I my grandmother was my second mother. I am fortunate enough to still have my mother. So I'm I'm blessed every day. Even with her mom transitioning now, you know that that is going to be her daughter and... It was, oh that was God, a lot that, for me. I was like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And also, like, first of all, and I've always said this, I felt like she was always trying to make, like, Lois happen. Like, yes, like almost too. like, yeah, like, you know, because some of the other housewives, their yes, parents were I don't follow charming. Me. Lisa Reyna posted that oh. her mom had a stroke and is transitioning. At first, I'm not going to lie, when I read the of the headline, it said Lisa Rinna's mother's transitioning. I thought they were saying something entirely different. Right, yeah. And then her post was implying, like, she's on their deathbed, and I thought it was important Why I share this with everyone. With and I was like, really? Like, you thought said, that was important? I know how much outpour. you guys love and would want to know. Yeah, it's like the outpouring. So now we're waiting for her to die? Yeah, and it, but like, what is that doing? Like, it wasn't even a post. Like, please pray for my mother. Yes, recovery. Yes, it was yes. like, hey, just so you guys know, she's dying. Like, so what? Yeah. It will be nicer to you while you film because I saw you filming and dancing for like Kyle live the other day. Like, they were showing at that store, yeah. and she's like dancing, showing what she bought and all this joy. So you seem to be doing okay. Like, yeah, I, I was that something about that post to me didn't read like. If I was on TV, even if it wasn't in a TV sense, but if my mom, something was happening to my mom and I just was heartbroken and wanted to share, it just would have been different. Like you said, well, it, it was just like a hey. more like tearful, yes. like maybe like you'd have a sloppy live where you're like hysterically crying. Like when Bethany lost her dog. Yeah. But I do think that was very authentic. Like she was or so. Or gone from social media, like something. Yeah. But, but Rana will always look at everything as an opportunity for like self promotion. I need Kim to come back on. I need Camille to come because we need Read to know what is self. happening with Harry. Why is he in Canada? What are his secret layers? Because then Rinna really does. And I don't, I, I don't like, you know, I do believe like in real life, God, and I know this is kind of real life, but in real life, God, I feel like punishes people. You don't need yes. to do Yes. However, 
Rinna needs like somebody to really give her a taste because she has never gotten Kim is the only one who for like a hot second got something and we have given nothing like she will keep doing this and feel like she is like the hottest shit until somebody and Drake following her does not help no wait can I just say something really quick makes me question when Erica made the thing that like on the comment like on Atlanta housewives, you know, everyone like shades and, 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 and questions each other. But like on Beverly Hills, everyone's so precious. I wanted to be like, but that's you. You yes. can have one person ask you a question without either snapping their head off or running away. You left before the article came out, knowing the article was coming out because yep. the people who made the article confirmed that you knew. So therefore, you knew you were running away because you didn't want to have to answer anything. I would love for Nini to come into the housewives oh, and Beverly yeah. Hills and really like stop that stuff into shape. Someone who will not allow Kenya Moore, Nini, and Kenya. Yes. Oh my on God! The same oh team. my God! Please, and Bethany, honestly, everyone. Get, yeah, get Bethany on there. Now that this would be an actual never. dream team. <laughs> this would just never unite for the greater good. Like, please. Oh, I mean, you guys, and with Garcelle and Sutton, we have just uh, people who they're both. And I want Candace to be like. You're lying with your nasally voice. Yes, 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 Candace. We need Candace. These yeah. are the people we need you to be doing the important work. <laughs> and I need to have some sort of like multi-franchise intervention where they come into Beverly Hills and be like, girls, you have problems with honesty. This is a show about honesty, <laughs> so we're going to show you how to do it. You guys, I completely agree. And then the irrelevant people, also known as Dorit and Lisa... Yes. Little taste of their medicine because what would what did she call Garcelle being provocatively passively provocative? Oh my god. When Dorit really like and sing and Lisa and her nodded, I was like, Oh no, this but- is such a sad moment. I was like, Oh, look at you guys. Yeah, like y'all no, are really am- sad. Yeah, because you yeah. they don't see anything. They don't even no. understand what's happening. If they well, think ourselves. You guys know the rumor of who told the the rumor that I heard it on a podcast from someone, but then I was recording with someone else and told them, and they heard it too from people on the West Coast, close to production. The person who told Garcelle about Lisa saying who? about not bringing up. <sighs> Lisa said it around Kyle. Kyle told Kathy, <gasps> Kathy, Kathy probably thinking it was Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I really believe that. And you know, Kathy really likes Garcelle. Oh my God! When she apologized for the dinner, like when that she was the best her. moment of the entire season. Notes, yeah. Like she had oh, her notes to say apologize to Garcelle. <laughs> like like I love it. Day. I love everything about that but no I genuinely uh, like had a turning with Dory because I always liked Dory there was just something about her that like had like a little spot in my heart and there were things about her I very much related to like in her story that I was Mm -hmm. like okay you know like like she's kind of had some things I liked and also like her fashion passion yeah. you know yeah. in, the, in the trenches if you will and I really liked all that but then when we like 
this season, I really didn't like her actually during the Lucy Apple Juice season. Me but I hated Teddy so much more. Okay. And the whole like time thing that I was like, okay, my focus has to be on Beyond, what's the major yeah. insult. You know, when someone sitting there with the clock is like, get away from me. You're not my people. But and now this season, I was like reminded of all the things I didn't like about Doreen and her need to have a plot line by kind of finding someone that she can kind of twist the truth and make it seem like they're in the wrong to make her more likable. And Garcelle, of all people, who has come across to me as all the things you want, real, honest, vulnerable, loyal, trusting, open, like all the things they keep using those catchphrase words on other people. You need to be open. You need yes. to be honest. You need to be this. You're none of those things. Like you none. keep saying it to other people because you don't want to do it yourself. Garcelle does all of that and more. And, and looks beautiful. She's so beautiful. You know, you know what I thought? I think Dorit thought she was going to Jedi mind trick us when Dor when they were, I forget where they were because they, I don't think it was in Tahoe, but when they were talking about not seeing color and Dorit said, my children's favorite people are dark skin and Garcelle said, are the only ones working in your house? And Dorit said, my mom's best friend is black. <laughs> I loved when Garcelle was like, great. But I think in that moment, Actually, I don't even think she's smart enough to realize how she looked in that moment. I think there was conversation. With oh, I don't even think she realized how like how stupid she's and inappropriate yeah, yeah. until they told her. And so what I think she thought she was going to do was find something with Garcelle, right? I'm going to find something, get Garcelle to blow up at me, pick at me. And then at the reunion, when race is presented, she's going to Jedi mind trick to make it seem like Garcelle had an issue with her already. So this is just another layer to that issue. The race I thing. I could totally nitpicking. see that. If I thought she was smart enough to do that. I think that she had some help. Yeah. I, I was going to say. Somebody told her to keep going after Garcelle. When she yelled at Garcelle, I was like, oh, my effing God. At that point, I would oh, No, Garcelle, that was way too much. That's when I was like. I was. With Garcelle, I understand that people didn't want her to yell back, but I was disappointed that she didn't in a very serious tone. Don't you ever yell at me again, period. Mm -hmm. Like, just shut it down because Kathy, like, also, sh Kathy shushed her before, told her, we're not talking about this, and she shut up. Well, I really do think there's a bit of a strange dynamic, though, with Garcelle because, like, Okay, one thing I'm not loving that I think she's playing the game, so I don't think it's like something that she can necessarily get away from given the rules of the game she's specifically in in her franchise. But I don't love when like they're like basically say. forced her to tears and then we're like, don't you feel better now that we've made you cry and you've like had this like, oh, you're welcome. Like you really needed that. We, we helped you be honest and real. And like, then what I didn't like, Gar they were, Garcelle, uh, Andy said, did anyone check on you like after? And she said, yeah, Dorit and Rena gave me a hug. No, that like, I feel like she went kind of easy on them. Like, no, no one checked on But me. that's what I'm trying to say. And even she said at a different point, like in her interview, she's like, I think it bonded us. I was like, no, it did not bond you. You're just playing the right. game. And yes, I respect yes, you. Yes. But like, that is it's not, like, neither of those women care about you. 
you and you don't care for these women. Like, it's not like she is like, oh, now I know we've had this heart to heart. Like I've seen on these franchises, women who seemed kind of not understand each other kind of get some sort of understanding and have a heart to heart. Even like, Okay, weird example, but remember Naked Ramona and um and Naked Bethany. And Bethany, yes. Um, Bethany yeah. That was, that was a they, very they, vulnerable moment. Literally yeah. very raw. And it was two <laughs> people who don't see the world at all in the same way, sort of having way. like this heart to heart. Now I think it, the tequila helped. But at the same yeah. time, I didn't get that from that moment. What I got was real dark bullying from two women on a very like weird platform to be bullying a woman of color when especially anytime it would be weird but especially given like the fact that I think like this whole like last few seasons have been about like from the Bravo perspective about like changing that narrative and so it felt very also like so out of touch and strange and Bullish. And then for Andy to then when Gar when Lisa is saying to Garcelle basically at the reunion that you should apologize to me <sighs> for bringing up what I heard that you said awful about me. I was like, how is Andy like not saying like, anything? Anything like when he went after Candace in the most recent reunion, yes. he was actually almost like was- not screaming, but he was getting right. annoyed, and I was like. Why wasn't he doing that with Lisa and Dorit, who were being so rude to Garcelle? But all I can think about is, like, because what you were saying about Kathy, I think Garcelle, there's a bigger game happening in her head. Garcelle is so smart and so beautiful, and I just feel like she must know things we don't because I feel like any other person would have snapped at at Dorit and been like, what the fuck? Sorry to swear again. What are you doing? What are you talking about? But why did they cut the fight between... Between Eric yes. and Garcelle, and then show it a week later. Someone, Someone said, at production was like, "This isn't a good look, Andy. You yep. didn't like get in when you should have. It's making it look like you're letting these women bully Garcelle. Let's show it's part moment where Garcelle yep. spoke up for herself." And I feel like also this is where I feel like we are now in dangerous territory. If Bravo and these women of color and, and black women that are going to go on these shows. I understand that it's their livelihood and they want to stay on. But at what point are we not playing the game when it comes to everyday issues? I'm sure you guys watching some of these women have been triggered because you've you're women of color and you may have come across women that have treated you that way in real life. And it's very triggering Sutton with what she did with um, Crystal and then just even how she acted afterwards in the tears and just the. Very triggering to me. I've been across, you know, been in contact with women like that. So it's like, at what point do we not play with race? You know, because it's like triggering to us viewers sometimes. I know that when the whole thing with Crystal and Sutton happened, I almost stopped watching because then you have your racists come out saying, how dare Crystal treat Sutton that way? It's like, but did you not see what she did? And it, it, it gets, it's getting to the point where, we know the headline said Ebony Williams files complaint. And that's why the Roni reunion didn't happen. That were that was the headline. When, when you read the article, a crew member filed the complaint. I know I was their complaint was corroborated, which means um, Ramona did something, but Ebony's wasn't, but that means there was one 
that was corroborated. And we all know that allegedly she said, this is why we shouldn't have black people on the show. At what point do we stop playing these games? Either go back to how it was and you bring women in that have an authentic connection. Because I've said to people before, you all are women of color. I'm a black woman. Growing up, we knew that TV was not created for us. We knew that it was created for yeah. white people. So we There's learned like not representation, no representation. So the same way that you learn to adapt in the real world, because you had to work with these white women, we adapted that same mindset watching TV. So we already could look at a Ramona and spot. Mm, I think there's some issues there, but we knew where to put it in our brains to watch in 2020. George Floyd happened. Now, people that don't look like us have woken up to it, in quotes, and they're rattling chains and rattling cages that we already knew about. So now they're like, oh my God, Ramona's this, Ramona's that. But when it comes to a housewife they like, like Elisa Renna or Dorit, there's not so much outcry. So for me, the triggering thing is I would rather you go back to saying nothing because I already yeah, know how to watch TV. Than being now you've woken us. Yeah, I think I agree with you because I think what made Housewives always so interesting was knowing these hundred percent like, agree. Almost like zoo animals. You're watching people. <laughs> yes. Not that they're no, like, yeah. No, 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 no yes. I always say and when you that. see them in the wild, you're yeah. like, oh. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, <laughs> you're real. But but because also I don't think Bravo and I don't know if responsible is the right word. Bravo doesn't even know how to properly even handle any topic. I mean, right. with the OC, you have an Armenian. Was she Muslim, Alana, as well? Um, Peggy, she's a Christian right. Armenian. They were so awful to her. They didn't even. They would make. They were. They her, would make fun of her, her accent. accent. We have Bethany. One season, we can't even understand girl. you. Like that yes. should not have yeah. been even allowed to be yeah, on TV. No. Yep. But what was the girl on New York um, who Bethany went after, the Jewish girl? Um, uh, Jules. Jules. Every time J Jules, which honestly, Jules in certain way, I did not like that whole thing she did in other things. But like right. Jules in certain stuff she was saying with Jewish stuff, like I know Alana and I, we felt she could relate to. I even one yes. time wrote to Jules and told her, I do not agree with what Bethany is saying. You do not represent Jews badly. It is so disgusting what right. she's doing to you. And Bravo said nothing. Nothing. And that's yeah. like such an awful. So for me, I've always. But you know what? Lives as like we are just watching people. This is not yes. for us to. But it's not just the network. I think the fans do it too. Like I'll give it a perfect example. Everyone got really upset, and even to the point that Naomi made the comments when Naomi broke up with her boyfriend because people were making puns on his names. Yep. To this day, I hear everyone making fun of Dorit's name. Oh, they do. Like they'll you know say what? Dorit. They'll say Dorit. I had to everything. Like that hit me like, too because I was parroting Kathy Hilton I tweeted that and I remember thinking because I got it when people said about Matul it's like yeah my name was made fun of so I didn't either and it took me it was probably like last week because I never called her Doritos or anything but I tweeted door it because I was irritated and I thought about it after I did it and was like that is not her name and I will not refer to her in that way again her name is Dorit period yeah and but i think like it's also a very specifically not white person like like yeah it's, it's a giver name of, she's yeah. israeli yes. you know what i mean so it's like yes. it's also cultural like things that you're like picking on something because it's strange to you it's not strange in the rest of the world you know <laughs> i hear kathy growing up and that wasn't like a normal name for me you know 
Like, right. You know, I didn't grow up in an environment where everyone's name was like a Christina or Kristen well, or like Kyle. You know? Kyle is such a Kyle. Weird. Kyle, Kylie. Yeah. I'm not used to like Alana. Yeah, those are names we grew up with. Like, you know, like we're Dina, Ilana, and Pia in my house. Rana, my mom. Like these are <laughs> names that are normal. Dorit is a normal name within the context, right. you know, like, like, uh, you know, and, but then when you go into names like Teddy, like that's a, a bear, a dog, a boy, like all yes, those I've heard that bear, name, Teddy. not a girl. <laughs> but did I make fun of that? No. And I don't even like that person. Like, I think that like that type of stuff, like, when the fans aren't inconsistent, you know, like it's That's okay to make fun of. But you're right because I do agree with you. I think fans are very much if this if I like this person, let them get away with murder. Yes. If I already hate them, let's get rid of them, like get them off. Because mm-hmm. I Ramona, Luann, the read in certain ways, Lisa from the beginning. They've always yes. been this awful. We've just kind of been like, okay, and now all of a sudden. We're well, there's even to... videos of Rinna saying very problematic things yes. to... Uh, did you see that interview? Little John. Mm-hmm. With, um, yes. It's on Wendy Williams, right? I don't know, I don't what, know what show it was, was on, but I remember. But yeah, it, I yeah. She was some sort of host maybe filling in. But it was just like, she is such a problematic person. But people think that they won't have the same intrigue on the show without her. I don't think she brings anything herself. And I actually think at this point, like, when... It's like we know that plot. Like, we know what her game, we see it. You know, there's no elegant lines. Like, I see all the effort behind yep. it. It's not a cute look. And I don't want to look at it anymore. Meaning, and I also feel like I can't take you seriously if you tell me you still love Lisa Renna, but Candace is so nasty. What? Like, are you? I asked someone, I said, I get. I had said that you don't get to dictate how someone responds to you. And then I've I've heard people say this notion that you can say whatever you want to people back is ridiculous. No, I'm not saying I agree with everything, but what I agree with is if I threw a softball at your head, I can't tell you how hard it actually hurt you. So just like people are saying Candace knows how to push buttons, they know how to push buttons with her, which is why they come at her. And I said to this person, you know, we were talking about colorism and different things. And someone said, uh, Candace is so nasty and Ashley is not. I said, so I brought up examples. I said, Ashley called her a drunk driver on TV and um, insinuated that she had a miscarriage because of it. Her husband was at the reunion almost crying, Monique, um, saying, like well, to have people look at my wife with one like that yeah, is- yeah but like her first scenes on the show with her trying to talk about robin's banker right but and even if somebody's oh that's housewife stuff she told another woman basically you're responsible for the death of your unborn child that is no, nastier no. than anything and then i brought up i said we're all happy i said we keep and the only reason i'm bringing this up because people keep bringing up candace's past i said we're so happy that marlo got a peach i know i am but do we forget that Marlo told Kenya, you're so evil. That's why your own mother doesn't love you and used a gay slur when she was arguing with Sheree in Africa. So let's not act like Candace is the worst thing. And I have an issue when you could see, did you guys see that poll? The account took it down, but it was on Real Housewives of Potomac, who should stay and who should go. No. And it was all of the light-skinned women should say, Wendy and Candace should go. 
Really? The two that no. carry the season. And then at the bottom, it was like Sharice and could stay away and Katie could stay away. Well, for Katie's mental health, she probably should. Yeah. But to, to actually look at it and see all of those women that are surely not my color and Monique, they said Monique could stay. If you look at Monique, Monique said at the reunion last year when they were talking about colorism, well, I'm, Car- I'm Carmel. She didn't even say, like, I know it happens. Monique is closer to them than she is to Candace. To see, I'm going to send it. I screenshot it. Yeah, to just, no, like, I- see a visual. I was like. I think that's crazy. Colorism. Think, like, Candace is reactive, but I think they all know that. Exactly. Like what you said, she does react sometimes. Because, I mean, before what happened with Monique, I really like Candace. I think they were both wrong. That's I was yeah. parent in this situation. Mm-hmm. They both, to me, were playing games with each other, waiting. Only time it's good to be a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was waiting, they were both waiting until one. I think they were ready to fight each other. It was just when and where and what was going to set it off. I think they were already. So heated so tense. throughout this season. I think Candace was ready to verbally fight because she didn't grow oh, up. Oh, yeah, in I that didn't. I was just going to say that. But Monique like, was yeah, ready to. I didn't mean like fight. Like, yeah, I just meant. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> no, I think just, Monique was ready to physically fight. I think Candace was having the fight she thought she was. She, she was in her blow up moment. She right, was like, this the is fight housewives. She thought she was having. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's I, singing I and twirling. Good night. Yeah. But I think that, like, with. Wait. I lost my train of thought. You guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. was that you was said that. Boss. I got really excited. But then we were talking about Candace being reactive, which I hope a part of me doesn't want her to be so reactive. But then I think if I was in that situation, there were girls that used to say things to me at church about my tire, this, that, and I would just kind of. And then one time, I had had enough, and so if if the cameras were on me and that they would say, "Oh, Taria goes too deep." How do you expect me to react to things? No, so a part of me is like, I don't want her to be reactive. But then the other part is like, I want her to like take the winds out of their throat. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I do. I like Candace. I do. But I do think that, like, first of all, I agree with Karen. I think we need all of them in a certain way. However, Giselle mm-hmm. and Robin annoy me so much. And is one like, why are one Juan's in love with Michael? I don't even think he likes Robin. <laughs> So, you know, the blog that they kept bringing up about Wendy also included the stuff about Juan and the stuff about Giselle's alleged STD. So that's why Wendy at the reasonably shady party when Wendy said, and you have an STD, she said that because I, I think in her mind, she's thinking, you keep bringing up that one piece about the blog, but you're not bringing up your half. Which, so, you know how Wendy has that big picture of the text messages? You know, oh, she found that she found out about the rumor about Eddie from Robin. Robin texted her. So that's what the, Robin texted her and said, there's this rumor. She texted her. And because Juan was involved in the rumor, she wanted Wendy. She wanted to know what kind of lawyer Eddie was and was hoping that Eddie could get the blog taken down. Wendy didn't want to add any more flame to it. And they're saying that that's why Robin came into the season feeling the way she felt that makes so Uh, much sense well this actually goes on though exactly to what i was saying um kind of before i was going to say which is that like colorism on this show is more like it's more like a pairing than in any other show probably i've ever seen on television but certainly any other show within the franchise and i think like what's so 
interesting about it is also when you look at the opportunities that the mm. girls yeah and i feel like a lot of time like what you're seeing is like like obviously okay there is a degree like when i went to school like a lot of the people i ended up friends with were people who even if they weren't exactly from my culture they had so many similarities even physically will look similar you know it just happens that way you like you're naturally drawn to you know birds of a feather flock together but yeah. on the other hand like i do think there is something with the lighter skin women like this understanding and this grouping and a lot of times you know i personally last year was very frustrated with candace because i felt like monique like all the responsibility felt like it was landing on her and candace was crying a lot as if like i wasn't part of this tango when mm -hmm. i feel like it was a dance it was two women whose final moment of like at the heat right comes out differently you know, like, and I think, you know, Candace is fire of the mouth and Monique was like fist to cuffs. But either <laughs> way, they are, they are like, you it's know like what that. I mean? Like they are, they're both at that, that point. But like, I felt that the women like Ashley, Robin and Giselle held so much responsibility that got like blown away. The only person who acted in a way that I felt was with any sort of like integrity was Karen. Like, Karen didn't want to say anyone was, that it was a black and white issue, that anyone was just right or wrong. She wasn't trying to, like, add gas to the fire. Mm -hmm. But all those other women were doing nothing but that. And it felt like they were trying to kind of push a result. And now they're doing it this year. And I find it interesting mm -hmm. that if we go back, because I had to really go back and watch. Candace was the target last year. Monique said at Ashley's, she was going to put her on ice, ice her out. And the other women agreed. So Monique fights Candace. I think she thought these women were going to have her back. These light skinned, green eyed women who society deems them up here. They came in from Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill is a black social club for the elite. So there is no way there would be any fighting, right? Because it was supposed to be about women and Jack and Jill, which yeah, is why you have your light-skinned care and your light-skinned yeah, 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 yeah. So there's no way they were going to side with Monique on a fight, right? Yeah. They, they broke it down. Candace, you were not at fault. You, this, that, it didn't have to get to that. Because I get, I'm glad that Candace acknowledged her part. The other part of me was asking people, what exactly did Candace say to Monique to cause a punch? when Monique knew what Giselle did and Giselle got nothing until the reunion. So I was asking yeah. people, why are you upset at that? But I'm glad that she did acknowledge, yes, I engaged. Then now we have this year, Rob, Giselle saying, if Mia had a clock to, I wouldn't have been upset because you didn't learn your lesson. I know when what she lesson? said that. You said like she wasn't wrong last year. Right. So it's like, yeah, you Candace, the plot was to move Candace out. But then you, because you really never liked Monique, yeah, you, you used Candace to get you, Monique Yeah, out. you said you should you never hit a woman. And then you just said, yes, but you guys, oh, yes, I do. And you said that you like, oh, so we made it up. about like the perspective of women too. Just one more thing. I'm, but they, Giselle tried to make it a whole conversation and be like, you're making black women look poorly by, by allowing this 
like things happen to Monique. And then you're saying one year later, you would have been okay if another though woman did that. Okay. Okay. I love how we've deep dived Potomac, but I want us to get back to our final thoughts because next time we'll do a very deep dive of all the reunions. I really want okay. like, to go into everything, but I want to hear like your kind of final overall thoughts of, of Beverly Hills. I think Beverly Hills didn't need four parts. I felt like they glossed over the Sutton and Crystal thing. And I think Sutton got off easy. Um, I didn't like how I loved. I, I will say I, I'll give Sutton credit for saying, I'm sorry I had anything to do with that, with the hate she was getting versus her saying, I'm sorry if she actually said, I'm sorry. The other end to that is I didn't like how she said, but your word was a strong word. Oh, because I know. During the, yeah, during the whole season and at the reunion, they were telling Crystal, you need to change your word and be quiet. But they were telling Garcelle, you need to use your words and speak up. It was like they were pushing the two women into their stereotypes. Loud, yeah. angry black woman, quiet, uh, model minority Asian woman. So I felt like at the reunion, we saw a lot of that as well. Um, I wish that Andy would have went a little harder on Erica because I felt like he felt like a proud dad at the end when he said, you are something else and smiled. You didn't her. think he was being somewhat, I wanted to say this earlier. I okay. took him as being really like sarcastic, like almost. Oh, being, oh I did something Oh, else. see, I looked at it like that. I thought he was being like, more like, oh, Erica, like I got really so annoyed in a dream world. That's how I, I that. At that moment, and also at the end when they were all having a like a laugh, a giggle, and a yeah. toast, I was like, I'm done. Andy did nothing. They wasted four parts, and there was no like the motion. So, just before we let you go, we do want to hear all of your kind of final thoughts, how you felt about the Beverly Hills reunion, if there's anything that disappointed you, anything you felt like was kind of like maybe new, or any of all any of your thoughts for last, like before we let you go. <laughs> I know we have. A lot. So I will say I was disappointed <laughs> um, on one hand that the Sutton Crystal thing didn't really get talked about. And as far as race and why it's important to listen and all of that, I was very glad that Sutton apologized and she didn't say if she just apologized. Um, so on that hand, I was good. On the other hand, um, in a way, I'm kind of glad and a little bit that it didn't because it might have triggered some of us to remember it again. Um, but I'm glad that they made up and they did the bottoms up together. Uh, the other ladies, can I say just like nothing other than I feel like Erica got off easy and I feel like Erica uh -huh. knew the questions and I feel like Andy just kind of looked at her with a smile like, oh, you are something else while having dollar signs in his eyes. Yeah, a hundred percent. I do think that now that Bravo is like a true crime series. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like did, um, did you guys hear, sorry, uh, just with what you were saying, did you hear Danny Pellegrino when he said that's why they did Dirty John? He was like, they were preparing us. They did Dirty <laughs> John <laughs> to get us into the <laughs> Well, I do think like, the best seasons of a lot of the shows have been ones where something like, you know, Teresa's, court stuff yes. the build-up of all of that and everyone calling her out about it like the brooks um and vicky stuff on oc and you know jen shot getting us all riled up and of course right. erica it does actually have sort of this underlying like you know watch them at the top because it's so crazy when it all falls apart and so interesting to watch 
but I will say I agree with you 100%. I kind of had mixed feelings because on the one hand, I felt like, you know, with Sutton, because in real time, she and Crystal have obviously like come to a place where Sutton did the work, understood yes. where she was wrong and like they're in a place where they seem to actually be building real friendship it would be weird if it went in too much about like the 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 stuff they've moved on from but I didn't love when Sutton's like the violate word because no matter what even though that hurt Sutton to hear it was what someone else is feeling. You can't get away from that sort of acknowledgement. But I was genuinely disgusted and sort of kind of so ready for the season to be over when they were all toasting. Like, this is not a funny Uh. light time. I felt like it was really, like, tone deaf for Andy to be sitting there telling Erica she's tone deaf and then for all the ladies to be cheering with Erica in that moment. It felt like they were like, all right, now we can move on. Next season can be about something different about your rebuilding but she's not really like well i was just gonna say even like if you're seeing from the pictures of filming you see garcelle and erica hanging out a lot and like kind of laughing so it's very interesting that it does seem like these women they do and they especially for beverly hills i feel like they all just look at this as a job yes yeah so they can just turn it on and off whichever like pleases them which I don't that's what I agree with what you were saying earlier Alana about like missing the heart of it like with Jersey and Atlanta like it used to be more Mm. like you could tell these were real people friends yes Sheree and Nini they went back for years yeah right and Um, then like for that to explode over a show yeah Yeah. and and it goes to show you how people really can be like it really is a case study and people how Sheree and Nini were friends for years but then when there's an opportunity to be a star of a show, Sheree is like, oh, that's out the window. I love that. Yeah. I love well, that. Like, oh, sorry. That's such a different um, bending thing. But if you just think about it, Sheree probably thought that was going to make her moment. And she didn't realize yeah. she was star- a star was born with Mimi. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But go on, sorry. But, but not just with Sheree and Mimi. I, I mean, I was reading um, – I I don't even want to say the name of the book again because I know I messed it up last time. But not not all this glitter, glitter and glitter and yeah, but it's diamonds and diamonds and rosé. <laughs> I don't know whatever it is. I said it he again. said glitter and champagne, but I like that one. Yeah, but um, but one of the things in the book that like you see is how like these women are just holding their line of thought. Like they've not even in time seem to have a different perspective. So especially with Teresa and Melissa and Teresa and Kathy from Jersey, like she is so angry and hateful towards them for coming on the show and stealing her light. And I forget what podcast it was, but on one of the podcasts, I think it was Danny Pellegrino on everything iconic, but, um, whatever podcast it was, I wish I could credit the right person. They were saying that, like, you know, they that Teresa should really be grateful to her family because they kept her story going and gave her a whole new story. And I was like, yes, one million percent, because when they lost all the Manzo clan, yes. like, they needed a family to hold that, like, same 
heart of the show or else the show would have ended up like it did this season with Amber and the twins, like just performative people. So having Melissa, having Kathy, who wanted that same same, attention is what made the show so good. No, I agree. With Beverly Hills, I think like you have everyone who is like I don't even know if they're afraid of Erica but they're just like aware that they're gonna have to have a working relationship with her so they're just not gonna cross the line they're not gonna push they're not gonna ask the questions and I want to see people like Phaedra like Nini like Portia like I mean Kenya Atlanta but like Kenya Candace um Giselle like yes people would really put Erica into not being so precious as Erica said I feel like there is absolutely nothing even Teresa would be great in that way like we need people who would like shout them people like in the like specifically hers and be like what are you doing like okay I'm not a fan but Tamara Judge would be great in this moment we need someone who's not afraid to go there and not some fake person who pretends to go there like Lisa Rinna who I'm done with like Erica Lisa I've never been like super stands of theirs by any means and I'm like super done yeah same no, I agree. Same. And I, I feel the same about Kyle, too. Like, I've always felt that way about oh, Kyle. Yeah. But definitely, like, yeah. I just love Maria. I agree with what you said. They're working. They're doing on the show what people do in real life. I know yeah. I have a working relationship with them. I still feel like they all kind of bend to Kyle, if you notice, also. Yeah. Because I yeah, feel like they feel like yeah. she has an end on the show. So it's like. We're watching people go to work, and that's the difference with Beverly Hills. Yeah, you I, feel it, too. You yeah. see the lines of it. But, yeah. you guys, I feel like I could talk with you about this for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And I know we all feel the same. You know, Eric yes. is the worst. Lisa Renna needs to go. But more importantly, before we let you leave us, can you please tell everyone if you have any fun upcoming projects coming up where everyone can follow you like always and, you know, any last minute things you would like us to know? Um, first, thank you guys for having me. You know, I love you guys. And we love so you. We love you guys you can too. find me on Instagram at W-E-I-G-O podcast. Twitter is fun because I like to tweet and then post. So. <laughs> Twitter is at T-S-F-A-I-S-O-N. If you feel so inclined, you can come on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash W-E-I-G-O podcast. And if you're like, well, that's a commitment, but you're like, I want to support you somehow, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. And fun things, it kind of indirectly has something to do with the podcast. My husband and I just bought our first home. We'll be moving in um, later than December 8th. So literally, we're like, we wanted to redo a couple of things because we're like so in love with this house. So we've been like going back and forth and my room has like a in suite type thing in front of a window. So I'm like either going to podcast there or I'm going to sit in my walk-in closet. Oh, my <laughs> oh yes. Well, we are so We're going to call it Victoria Closet. Yes. I get right. <laughs> Manifesting that one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, so I am so excited for you. Thank you. And thank you again so much for coming on. We can't wait to have you on again. Same. I know I you're know, going away. We feel away. so lucky. For just oh my so gosh. Of you to spend your time with us. 
Every time someone asks me, I feel the same because people don't always have to ask you on their platform. You know what I mean? It's like when it's your baby, you guys know your platform. You want to make sure that even if the guest doesn't agree with you and everything, they're still like going to make your platform fun. So I appreciate you guys for asking me. Oh my God. Well, we adore you. Every time we get time with you, we honestly feel very lucky for that time. Honestly, so you're so fun. busy. You get to talk to so many interesting people and to share your thoughts and time with us means a lot. Thank so you. Thank you guys you make again. me like. I love you guys. And it's not like I won't be, like we you. won't be texting anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we can't have you on very, very soon. And thank you so much again.